Happy Wednesday, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Airport Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go through one minute of the most exciting and pioneering disaster movie ever made, the 1970 Universal Pictures Airport. I am one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm host number two, Mark Cerulli of CovertOps.tv, and... Today, we are thrilled we have another O'Kane with us, uh, Katie O'Kane. Welcome to the show. Hello. This is my, my daughter, my, my adult daughter, who is uh, uh, living in the uh, scenic uh, cosmopolitan stretch of uh, Austin, Texas. And, well, in an undisclosed location. Yes, I mean, somewhere, so. somewhere, in, somewhere in the trendy and happening city of Austin. I'm just excited and, uh, you think I'm an adult. Well, there you are. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're not on you're not on the income tax anymore, so I know that you're no longer dependent, and actually, you're doing quite, quite well with the house and everything. So it's I know exciting. I get to claim one. Actually, sometimes yeah. I claim two. Is that okay? okay. It, well, you can you can try <laughs> see what happens. They'll let you know. Don't worry. So, uh, but but now you're on you're on the show. Your brother's been here. Uh, we've had him on a couple of times, but you're going to make it all up for this week by being a back to back to back guest uh, for for the rest of this week while we while we examine the movie that I. I've made you watch too many times. <laughs> it, it was it was either this or watching the Rocketeer in between. You uh, made me watch it. Yeah, I made Mark watch it too. And, uh, well, the untold story is you made us watch it when we were kids, and we had family all over the United States, so we used to fly very frequently to Kansas, Texas, Oregon, all the time, and then we'd watch this movie. <laughs> So anytime a sweaty guy with a briefcase sat down next to you, it was uh, thrilling. Well, I mean, at least I thought the guy with the briefcase had the map, right? So he had to yeah. follow on the map where he thought he was. And then my lifetime, they changed it. So now it's on the screen in front of you and you can see where the plane is. So I always figured anybody with a bomb would have a more exact timing for when they'd set it off. Yeah. Thank goodness for GPS. Oh, so, gosh. Uh, but but we are in the, we are in the thick of this. And of course we're back at the, as uh, aforementioned airport where, uh, uh, good old uh, Lieutenant Ned Ordway has shown up uh, and has announced that he's found their their girl. Their uh, Ordway. Ordway. Uh, he's he's there. He he said that he's uh, he's found Inez. Hold that Mel, call. Yeah, hold Mel. Mel tells Tanya to hold that call. We might have something to add. Oh, by the way, he's married. If we can throw that on there, Tanya hangs up the phone and says, well, you know, telling somebody about a mad bomber, that can wait. You know, I have to respect her for, though, for saying I'll call you right back, because a lot of people say, no, 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 I can just put them on hold, and they, you know, they put the phone up to their chest or something, and they have that muffled conversation in the background, so. Yeah. At least she, at least she had the decency to respect the other person's time. That's, that's well, true. What was a kinder, gentler time, 1970? Kinder, yeah. gentler was later, and I know that, despite being a millennial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was a, it was a it was a year for more more pens and pencils on a desk. I mean, there were there are so many pencils on that in that one pencil holder, and they're all pointing the wrong way. I mean, I know they're trying to keep the they're trying to keep the points sharp on it, but there's something wrong about putting a pencil pointy side up. That's like putting knives facing upward in a dishwasher. It just it, well, you don't want the you don't want the tips to get dull. If you put them upside yeah, down, then tips exactly. get dull. Yeah, but and did they even like, have did they have electric pencil sharpeners back then, or do they just have the crank ones? Oh no no they had they had it was it was very modern they had uh, electric they had the electric sharpeners because yeah. I was just thinking they must have you know you want to keep those tips facing up because you go crank that little metal thing on the wall and you hit your knuckles on it you remember those yeah yeah the Boston ones the Boston oh. ones which 
He doesn't. I don't really see. A, he doesn't. He I would also keep my pencils tip up if that's the type of sharpener I had. Yeah, it's uh, and it also keeps people from leaning over the desk. You know, you're not going to have anybody giving you the face to face there because you know they could get a chest full of pencils at any moment. Anyway, they're all standing around and uh, finding out. Let's let's find out some more about Inez. But before we get the chance to find out about it, we have uh, we're back in the cockpit of flight two. And and this is where Gary Collins uh, really does some acting. Yeah, look at that ear. He's really using that ear. And then uh, and uh, he even you know throws a couple of switches and stuff while uh, the, Ital- the the little Italian uh, stewardess is watching uh, Barry Nelson put on that big oxygen mask. So I do a lot of rock climbing, and we have something called the Ape Index, where you take the height of your body and you measure the length of your arms when they're fully outstretched. And in order to hit those buttons, he must have a really high ape index because his hands, his arms must be really long. Like he's yeah, sitting all the way back in that chair trying to reach yeah, up and like, hit those buttons. In terms of apes, I guess you'd be like a orangutan level. He just really can, uh, it does. I just that, bet he'd be a really good sport climber. Yeah. He, uh, I don't think, where he is, he can really get to a mountain range. But. Well, he's above all the mountains. So if he's getting into a yeah. mountain range, then it'll be a, a problem. He's looking down. But they've all <laughs> they've all got a little bit of business to do. That's I mean, yeah. Barry's got his little oxygen mask, and and Dino's putting on his jacket. Okay, and, so the uh, humor the humor here was lost on me. Is he really have fainting spells, or is this really an FAA regulation? No, it, it really is an FAA regulation that if you have one. One pilot in command. He's pilot in command. He's the guy that's left behind. That's that's driving the plane, and you have to go she on seems, oxygen for by yourself. She seems relieved when she leaves because you know only yeah. women get the vapors. Definitely in the sixties yeah. and seventies. Do you think this was her first day on the job? Because I would think that they would have gone over that in like stewardess school or something. This is what you're going to see when you go in the cockpit, and this is what they do. And yeah. She's just terrible. No attention if you see the pilot flopping around, turning blue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they know what they're doing. Um, but it is a nice, it is a nice straight line for uh, for Gary Collins. He did or a little little punchline there, and he gets the nod his head. Uh, he's got so much. Hair. That's that was my haircut in high school. I had just that. It was like, it's like an iceberg lettuce head of uh, just not combed. It just kind of plopped on his head. Poor, uh, poor Dino has to bring the girl down from uh, from being upset about being on a plane with a guy that gets uh, fainting spells. I'm trying to figure out now. This is this is probably the longest line that Dean has ever had to do without a uh, a, a cue card behind him. I don't I don't see how he could. I mean, he, he obviously had to memorize this one because he's not. There's nothing. They can't hide the cue card behind the door or anything. Well, he does look up to the left of her head. Yeah, unless maybe maybe it's written in small letters in like light gray on her shirt somehow. Or, Did he have uh, cue cards when they were doing this? Oh yeah, he he never bothered um he, he never bothered to rehearse and he never bothered to memorize lines. Was so, that Marlon Brando too or one of them? Yeah, Marlon. Yeah, Marlon, Marlon Brando. Brando used to yeah. Do that. Yeah, most of the Godfather you can watch. He would him. have an earpiece I heard and and they would be reading his lines to him. Really? Um, but, you know, See, these are weird things I know because I grew up with you two in my yeah. life. <laughs> I somehow remembered complete. This is not Wikipedia. This no, is no. something in my brain was that Marlon Brando needed cue cards. <laughs> it's, it's total immersion. That's the word. 
So what I'm looking uh, at, <laughs> this is how terrible I am. If you look at the bottom right corner, there are two wine glasses that are like poured. Oh yeah. Oh, and it toward the end of the minute there. Yeah. But she's not, she's, I can't figure it out because she's sort of setting them up, but she's sitting off stuff to the right. And then when you look, they're actually further back and they're in yeah. the front of where she was. So I don't know why those wine glasses are there. Yeah, their continuity is just horrendous. It, Drink it. It's not to. It, yeah, it, it doesn't doesn't seem to make any sense the way they the way they carry on with this stuff. It, it and and they forget about like you would think that there would be no reason to touch those trays if it's there if it's on a set you just kind of leave it alone. And if you had to come back to it the next day or later on after lunch, why would anybody touch the glasses? Uh, but it yeah, it's just kind of uh, there's there doesn't seem to be any reason to have done that, but they do it anyway. Ah, uh, terrifying. So um, I think you pointed out continuity errors to me the first time when I was a child, and it's something that follows me to this day where I can't watch movies without noticing continuity errors. And the one that gets me the most yeah. is Edward Scissorhands. That Edward movie has the worst continuity errors. Hmm. She's, I, uh, she's putting the makeup on his face, and then she puts her glasses on top of her head, and then the next scene, the glasses are back on her face. It's awful. Do you think it's on purpose? Do you think, I mean, do you think Tim Burton was doing that just to make people uncomfortable by saying, wait a minute, that's not right? Or Yeah, he knows I hate it, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's funny. It's, yeah, it's the opposite of OCD. It's, it's, it's like focusing on OCD and here, take some of this. Yes. Is this annoying? Now. Is it annoying now? Is it annoying now? How does that feel? Yeah. Yes. And why would you, like, if she was going, hmm. I haven't noticed that uh, that champagne thing, but is she in the middle of filling up every champagne glass? Is that what that story is right there? I mean, there's a giant tray full of wine glasses. I'm like, everybody's drinking white wine or champagne? Really? Champagne? Well, you see, in like around second 45, there is a uh, there's a wrapped up champagne. I'm assuming it's a champagne bottle because it's wrapped. So it's stand it it's standing on the the right side of the galley. And uh, I was assuming that she, her bit of business was, uh, she yes. was taking that and filling up every glass for the first class passengers there. But why would she set it down? I mean, like, the glasses would be in place. This is not good bartending. The glasses should already be in place. Then she'd grab the champagne bottle and just zip, 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 right down. And what happens if she hits turbulence? She's got all of these, like, she's got two glasses sitting there on the edge of the shelf. Yeah. And... And they're not in a cart. They're not in a tray. They're just they're just right there, flat on the on the. They're, they're flying to Italy, right? Yeah. So they're mm-hmm. somewhere like up toward England and all those rain clouds and such. Are they yeah, coming well, down? Like, are they going through Iceland and coming down? Well, remember that's they, a they kind, just, kind of a bumpy they, ride. They just flew out of a snowstorm, and they're trying to dodge a couple of snowstorms on the east coast. So the plane's probably going left and right all over the place. And but look at how still those glasses are. Yeah, it's like they were in a movie studio or something. It's very, I don't know. They could have done, that, at least in that thing they did in old movies where um, the two people are talking in a car and they're just looking at each other and not paying attention to the road. But at least they're bobbing up and down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, and they could have done it with the, it's a very smooth flight. With the plane. They could have, I mean, they could have at least done like a slow rocking back and forth. You know how they do like jumpy camera nowadays, but they could have just added a little bit of rumble to the to the camera. Uh, but it's a you know a different world. What is what is the biggest difference that you notice in this particular? I mean, I mean you've seen the movie a million times, but what's the biggest difference that you notice on flights nowadays from this when you when you're seeing this? 
looking at this plane? Well, yeah. none of the overhead compartments have doors on the bins. There's all the blankets hanging out. Yeah, that's true. And there's yeah, there is no there there is no carry on pretty much except for a guy with a briefcase. And, and nobody yeah, even... and I still wonder if they ever did they ever wash those pillow sheets that they would put over the headrests? Yeah, because that yeah. always creeps me out. Yeah, yeah. You think about and they're flying between continents, and you know who knows how much you know head lice are coming through wherever. You know, it's like you go on a camping trip in the Alps, and you've been you've been sleeping in hostels and all all this stuff, and then you climb on this plane back to uh, Chicago, and, and oh look, there's back. a seat protector that hasn't been cleaned since 1962. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, since they, since Boeing delivered the, uh, the the thing, you know, it's like oh, that just take too much time because you'd have you'd actually have to get spares for every one of them and wash them and then remember to to flip them all all over. That just seems like a lot of water. Uh, yeah, it's uh. Well, back then water was very plentiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back in my day, we had drinking water. <laughs> yeah, all right. We had plenty of sushi. No, you know, I. I <laughs> Sushi was cooked back then. That's- I like how you know the things that matter to me, Mark. Sushi and water. <laughs> These are my sustenance. <laughs> yeah. Keep you going. I don't. I do not remember uh, pilots wearing hats in the plane. I mean, I remember them wearing them outdoors, but I don't remember them coming down the aisle wearing a hat. It just doesn't seem. That doesn't seem normal. But I guess. The other thing about this is I keep thinking this is how people who don't fly on planes think flying on planes is like. Like this this would be how you would imagine being on an airplane. Yeah, they don't really bring up all the other stuff that happens. Yeah, yeah. They're not I mean like the the safety briefing is kind of uh, cheery and they don't show them they don't show the the flight attendants being kind of, you know, in a in a daze while they're saying the thing. They're just they're doing it all and they're it, it's like a little little Broadway show here. But uh, so so Dean. Well, now uh, now you just have rows of people who are definitely giving themselves chiropractic issues because they're staring at their phone playing Tetris so intently. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I don't think that makes for good. I don't think that makes for good movies. <laughs> yeah, or or they'd have the you know the screens come down like on the 757s, the little screens fall down, and then you watch the uh, American Airlines safety briefing. That's just a video, and it. it you know, the, the flight attendants aren't even involved. What's the airline now that tries to be funny? They have, like, your best friends telling you how to be safe on an airplane? There might be Delta. Del- no, Delta doesn't have that. Um, I, I, did, might, I do remember seeing It might be Delta. That. Could it be Delta? A lot of them try now. A lot, some of them have very funny. Yeah, uh, United's uh, pretty good. United is almost like a, uh, a little uh, musical like comedy thing. Um, <sighs> they're, like, walking into each other. Uh, well, I know what United is. United is the one with all the uh, Olympic. They they have like Olympic stars, and they have people saying that you can use you can use this as a flotation device. And they have like a Olympic swimmer who's holding on to the flotation. Is that device. United or Delta? Is it United? Uh, I don't know. This we're is how you know we fly too much. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna have to look <laughs> that up. Uh, we'll, yes. We'll... So, in spite your all of your best efforts, I still get on airplanes. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm glad. I'm glad you do. <laughs> You were just on one this past weekend, so that was that, that worked out. You know, it's funny. People quote the movie Airplane to me, and yeah, I have only Air- seen that movie. Is it Airplane? Airplane, yeah. Or, it, airport was the funny one. No, no, Airplane was the funny one. Airport is airplane. Airport right is now. the one we're watching right now. I still think Airport is the funny one, but uh, <laughs> Airplane. So people quote Airplane at me, and then they get really surprised when I barely remember that movie, but I know this one. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. That's really funny. <laughs> These nuts oh are stale. Yeah. Uh, is is this the one with Leslie? Um, 
Leslie Nielsen. No, that's Air. Nielsen? That's Airplane. That's Airplane. Okay. That's what airplane. was what was the series movie Leslie Nielsen was in? Was that Poseidon Adventure? Uh, yes, yeah, he was, yeah, he was in Poseidon's Adventure. He was the captain. Briefly, he was the captain of the Poseidon. He closed the sliding glass door on a, on a tidal wave. Yes. He just, he just slid the little window, and there's a 60-foot yeah. wave coming over the bow. He's like, well. And, and he, said, he said, oh, my God. And that was it. Yes, and then they cut him a paycheck. Uh, did we see that one together, Jimmy? Uh, yes, I think we did. In uh, I remember we, all we did was make fun of the fact that he closed <laughs> closed the glass door on a tidal so wave. Great. It was so great. That's going to work. We're, you know, I, I smell I smell the Poseidon Adventure Minute coming up one some year. Oh, my God. The original, though, not no, the no, 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 no. You have to do the yeah, the original, and then maybe somewhere in the middle, we'll just do one minute of uh, Beyond the Poseidon Adventure with Telly Savalas. So I, I know, like some people say, like if I ever have a daughter, I'm never loading her out of the house. All you did was show me disaster movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that just I can just show you how dangerous you it is going outside the house. That's you know, don't don't sit next to a guy. He was, trying, he was just trying to protect you. Yeah, I know, but like, how do I know all these really obscure movies like Poseidon Adventure and? airport and we used to watch that 70s i don't know i've never seen that but the 70s show emergency was that what it was called yeah emergency with that yeah everybody was and you always wait for 15 the towering inferno towering inferno yeah Mm -hmm. yeah. logan's run that's the one you were in that's right yeah and uh just yeah the 70s it was just a horrible time to be alive but a great time for movies there were uh you know so much so many disasters happening earthquake and we didn't have earthquake uh but there were a lot. Earthquake was seventy-five. Yeah, yeah. Lauren Green. That was mm-hmm. uh, was that Irwin Allen who did that? God, I think so. Yeah. So yeah, this is just and and Airport is the one that started it all. This is the, this is where we all began with all those monster disaster movies. That you know, even Die Hard is a part of that. And Die Hard is not that much different from the Towering Inferno. Uh, it just had more you know, had guns. So is Twister part of this? Cow. Uh, yeah, another get, cow. Another cow. Yeah, I would, cow. I would put that in that category. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Twister. Um, Titanic would even fit, I would think. You know, it's yet another... Dis- it, I mean, Titanic, Titanic is-, is a true story about this time a girl was on a door and there was plenty of room for her boyfriend and she was like... Mm. Yeah. Well, she got she got saved three times by her boyfriend only to give up the, the place... You know, she'd get a place on, on the boat and then she'd give it up and... And she lived, and then she got you know she got a diamond out of it and then threw it in the water. So, what a great film! Just first of all, problems. Yeah, life is hard. Uh, so this oh. lady who's here and she's pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. She's pregnant by the guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use millennial talk. Yes. So how do they always end up on the same flight together? Uh, they're both based out of Chicago, and uh, she's an international. She's internationally qualified, I guess, and he's an international pilot. So probably not, you know, he probably does this route maybe twice a week. And she's she usually winds up on the same flight. I'm, I'm sure they're not on every flight together, but just enough to get pregnant. So, hmm. uh, it's, uh, Jim, do you think it was in the Mile High Club? I, <laughs> la, I don't la, 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 <laughs> la. <laughs> I'm not having this conversation yeah. with my father. Yeah. <laughs> no, right, I forgot. I, I withdraw Thanks, the Mark, question. Yeah. Um, I withdraw the question. Yeah. By the way, Katie is the same age as Jacqueline Bissett was in this movie. So thank you very much for not becoming a flight attendant and winding up with a pilot. I appreciate that. So don't worry, like, only unsuccessful men for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Operators are standing by. 
Uh, but anyway, I think we've beaten. You're Mr. right. Sixth. Who wants who wants a six figure salary? Ixnay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> SFI free flight benefits. Yeah. don't need that. No, no. <laughs> Pilots. Ugh. You know, I think she was in this for the long game. This sounds like an economic stability move to me. Yeah, you think? I don't know. But there's, I mean, what's her marginal utility? If she's having kids, she can't keep her job, and, and he'll lose interest like he did in his first, in his current wife. He has a current wife now. Oh, he does? Yeah, that's a little bit of problem. So, yeah. Except for the, ex, wow. yeah, except for the wife that, you know, just left, just said goodbye to him at the at the beginning. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember well. that. I'm gonna have to go back and watch the full movie. Yeah, Barbara Hale. Yeah, well, we'll we'll, we'll see if we can catch up. Uh, catch he up has with a wife. What yeah. a scoundrel! Exactly, isn't it horrible? Oh my Ugh. goodness! But he has a great tie. He really knows how to wear a suit. Ah, <sighs> that's the Rat Pack for you. Well, who do well. you think pressed that suit? Yeah, I don't His know. His wife. Oh yeah, Edith Head. Edith Head. Yes, Edith Head did it. So the costume designer of the stars. Wow. Well, let's mm. let's talk more about. Uh, uh, Jacqueline Bissett's delicate condition tomorrow. We will uh, we'll pick up things here and uh, see more about flying in the 70s. But uh, if if you all would like to uh, join us online to talk about this thing, we've got lots of social media as we go through every single day. But listen to this real quick. I'll try to make it as brief as possible. Twitter, Airport Minute. Go to a big website at airportminute.com and read all the episodes, download all the episodes, buy all the T-shirts. It's all there, airportminute.com. Uh, also visit us on Facebook at Airport Minute and the Airport Minute Commanders Club. You can subscribe to this and get it every single Monday through Friday for the rest of the series. Whether you want it or not. It'll just it'll just show up in your little iPhone or Android or whatever you're carrying around in your pocket. And you can listen to it uh, first thing in the morning uh, of all these uh, scintillating conversations about the greatest disaster movie ever made. So go to iTunes, subscribe, go to uh, what is it? Google Play. You can subscribe there. We're, we're everywhere download all this stuff so uh, do that listen to us tomorrow morning and we will uh, we'll talk some more about uh, life in the galley uh, here on the airport minute so until then good day bye nice going sweetheart remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling. Mm-hmm.